Hey, it's your Kali. What's up? Warning. 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 You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. Hi guys, my name is Adeline. Hi, my name is Zipporah. Welcome back. Um, today, we, our show is My Strange Addictions. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, um, it's probably obvious we got our inspiration from the show, My Strange Addictions. So, we're going to be talking about that and actually much more. Um, like how addictions are formed, some audio pieces, misconceptions about addictions, um, maybe some stats, habits, guilty pleasures, just a lot more than just the show. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited I'm for excited today's show. I'm excited too. So first off, we're gonna start off with the song. Um, it's Ooh, Untrust Us it's by Crystal. Untrust Us by Crystal Castles. Castles. So enjoy, guys. guys we're back yep we're back um so before we start talking about how addictions are formed i just want to remind you guys to go in the chat room if you want to say maybe your strange addiction or habit or you want to shout out that's the place to go lumpen radio yeah go to com. um you'll see an icon at the bottom left Right. right corner just click on it if you want to say something that's the place to go but right now we will be talking about how addictions are formed. So I did a little bit of research. <laughs> and um, so in our brain, we have something called dopamine. And dopamine is released when we do something pleasurable to our brain or to our mind or to our bodies. Dopamine is released. So when you do something like smoking a cigarette or, you know, a strange addiction, dopamine is released. And it teaches your body that that's good and it's pleasurable. So when you continue to do it, you know, more dopamine is released and it becomes a habit and that turns into an addiction. So... 
Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was thinking about obsessions, you know, while I was thinking about the show. So I went ahead and I looked at the difference between an obsession and an addiction. And um, so an obsession, I think it's more mild. You know, when I was reading it, it sounded a little bit strange to me because I think of it being kind of similar, but in two different lanes. It sounds similar. It sounds similar. Yeah. Yeah, Like when someone is like, oh, I have an obsession with someone, you know, but they're different. They're different. And, you know, and I and I thought of them being a lot more different than what it actually said online, too, because there is it was like three steps. So it was passion, which is you want something. Yeah obsession is like you have to have Have it it, and an addiction is you can't live without it but i don't know i was a little bit skeptical about this because when i think about passion i don't think of it just being a mild version of an addiction you know yeah i think like when i feel when i think of the word passion i think of the feeling that you have towards something you know not really the motive of doing something like something that you enjoy yeah And I think that an obsession and addiction is more of a motive why you do what you do. Wow, I think that passion is more, you know, a description of how you feel about something. Like you do it because you want to. Yeah, you do it because you have a passion, you know. But um, that's what it said, you know, interpret it how you feel Mm -hmm. fit. But, um, you know, next we're going to listen to an audio piece that I actually made for this show. It's called Signs. I hope you enjoy it. We're going to be playing it right now. Open up. Open up. If only you knew that my friend isn't a bad person. If only you knew how my body could go another pair of arms to embrace her when I know she's coming. How I couldn't say no to her even if I tried. If only you knew the way my hands shake when I ignore her for days. She's gone just long enough for me to miss her, but not enough for me to see how I live without her. If only you knew the way she says my name. No, the way she screams my name. How the only way I can exhale is when she's not around, but I can only inhale when she is. I can love her from afar, not close enough to touch her, just enough to see her, to hear her. Because the way I despise her is the way I need her. Um, we're back. Remember, you are listening to WLPN LP, Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Kali in Little Village. 
Uh, so first, so, um, I want to thank Cecilia because she was she helped me like a lot with the editing, and I think it really flattered my voice. Because normally when I'm listening to my audio pieces, you know, like I'm cringing because I'm like, oh, I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't like how this sounds. But with this one, like I actually really liked the way that my voice sounded. I liked like. I liked how the sounds I like the sound effects. and everything. Yeah, like the sound effects made my voice. I think it flowed really nice. So shout out to Cecilia. Thank you so much. But um, let's start talking about the audio piece. Yeah, I want to talk about it because I actually liked it. And that's why I was you. asking you like what you try to say or like. Cause I, I know you try. You were talking yeah. about something, but so if you haven't noticed already, um, my friend, you know, the girl that's you know, yeah, attached to me. <laughs> um, it was supposed to be an addiction, so you know, she's my addiction. You know, so um, when I was creating this audio piece, like I was really scared that I was gonna offend people that actually yeah. have addictions, cause I was saying it. I'm creating it from an outside point of view. So I really didn't want... Yeah. I didn't really want to say anything that would offend someone that actually has addiction and that's struggling with addiction. So um, I really hope that I did a good job. Yeah, you did. I actually... Like, I don't think it's offending in a way because anything can become an addiction, you know? Yeah. Like, people, when they hear the word addiction, they start thinking, like, drugs. Yeah. It's a lot more than drugs, you know? Like, there's people that collect... um, comic books yeah or patches or pins or anything like it be- it's an addiction because they do it for a reason not because you know yeah you know, it's not all drug related so like thinking about the show actually made me a whole like it made me a lot more open to the other addictions to other things that people can be addicted to you know There's not people just that are addicted drugs. to eating like Chocolate yeah, you know, strange candy. things, you know, strange to everyday things. Yeah. You know, people can be addicted to it. Um, So we have Cecilia with us and she's going to be talking about some statistics, which I'm actually excited about. That may seem a little bit nerdy, but I'm actually excited to hear about that. So, hey, Cecilia. Hey, guys. And uh, I'm here. I'm Cecilia. <laughs> and um, well, today I I decided to like bring up some like some like uh interesting facts i shouldn't say fun facts because i mean healing isn't really like something fun in my opinion but um i brought some uh statistics and some facts about serial killers and i mean their motives for killing and stuff like that so um yeah uh first off i have that um well i did some research and uh through like uh what I was like, um, getting like uh, all my reviews, ah, all my results. Sorry, <laughs> um, uh, I found that like according to Life Analytics, um, I found that a good forty percent of serial killers kill for enjoyment. So, um, you know, like movies like American Psycho, um, like or um, other movies like about like I know that there's been a lot of movies about Jack the Ripper and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of the things that we see is like serial killers killing for like you know, um, well, because they want to, and I figured that, well, I was like, maybe it's a myth, but, you know, 48%, you know, that's a big number, so I was like, I wanted to, like, search something more about, like, why that is, so enjoyment, like, well, in serial killers, you know, they don't have empathy, and 
they like tend to you know kill because it's something that like is able to release the tension that they have it's either for like pleasure like you mentioned earlier zippy yeah 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 oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> types of pleasures yeah yeah like it could be um even like the most absurd things like uh sexual pleasure yeah and and serial killers are more likely to be financially motivated than kill out of anger so Whoa. that meaning that um you know if either they're like they find themselves in a circumstance where you know they don't have something that they need whether that's money or emotional support anything moral support um you know it's a trigger for them so um there's always usually like well there's usually i should say a trigger for like serial killers it could be based on like an abusive childhood or domestic violence or um a lot of serial killers are schizophrenics as well um such as i let me let me um but I was like, um, uh, I was gonna make a reference to like something, but there was this uh, episode where um, in Criminal Minds where I saw like I love I Criminal if, Minds. Yes, I <laughs> love that show too. And I was searching up. Um, well, I mean, I was watching, uh, you know, this one episode where this guy was a, like he was a serial killer, but he ended up like having schizophrenia. Whoa. And um, in like how they depict the like, like his like his illusions. His, I mean, hallucinations. Um, it's like people talking to him, and I wanted to see was like, you know, like if there was actually, um, if schizophrenia was actually, I, what I could say, a, also like a motivation for them to like kill because, you know, they can't see a lot of stuff clearly, and I found that like a lot of people, including the son of Sam, uh, David Berkowitz, uh, was a schizophrenic, and oh. I, um, so he was responsible for a crime spree from 1976 to 1977 that saw him take the lives of six people and after he was caught Berkowitz claimed that his neighbor's dog told him to kill so that was like really like weird I was like because I mean at first I was like oh is was it like was there like some weird connection like that he could like actually speak to animals and then like as I did my research I realized that he was schizophrenic and there was also other people like Ed Gain and he died at 78 and he was the inspiration for some of the scariest fictional killers including Norman Bates and Leatherface. Whoa. And, you know, he was also, he, he was known to mutilate his victims, and he was deemed unfit for trial and diagnosed with schizophrenia, meaning that he couldn't be prosecuted and charged because of his mental illness. And I found this all on Ranker. And, um, yeah, it gave me some top uh, serial killers for that. Others, including Jeffrey Dahmer and Richard Chase. And, you know, I wanted to, like, also point out that, you know, there's a lot of myths of serial killers that we shouldn't believe um such as like you know uh stereotypes like um you know uh psychopaths are always gonna be killers it's not true actually like you know uh being a psychopath is actually something that can be diagnosed and not all people that are psychopaths are you know become killers or so and i also wanted to point out one thing is that um there's a difference between a spree killer and a serial killer yeah so serial killers are most are mostly known to like have a pattern you know they follow a sort of ritual on like how they plan their killings and they have what's called a signature and um which is in contrast to spree killers who go on as the word says it itself a spree and they kill like multiple people whether it's in one day and then suddenly they kill another bunch of people more and so on you know they don't have um a consistency of some sort you know it's it's more of a like a jump from like an amount of people a, a certain different amount of people and then another amount of people 
So they're not as organized as that way. So that's like a huge difference. And last but not least, I wanted to have another fun fact, which is that the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath, because a lot of people mix it up uh, like a lot of the times. And sociopath isn't as known as the word psychopath. But psychopaths have mental disorders, meaning that, you know, like I said, they can't relate with empathy or anything or relate with their victims or, or so on. And in contrast to sociopaths who have a personality disorder. So they could either have um, a different personality at some point. Um, there's also, you know, per borderline personality disorder, which um, I don't know if, if you guys saw that movie Split. Mm. It was based on I like wanted the to. killer wanted to, having borderline personality disorder. So that was like really cool. Because, I mean, he changes, like, um, they shift, the serial killer, I mean, the killer shifts, like, s different personalities, like, at random moments. So, it ultimately leaves the victims with not knowing who to deal with. And who are, I mean, who are they dealing with in, um, uh, as to, like, what per personality he has, like, at that moment. So, yeah, that was some stuff that I searched up and caught my attention and I wanted to share it with you guys. So, you know, as you were talking, it reminded me, and... Don't don't quote me on this because I actually read about this a while ago because sometimes, I don't know, I just like start like looking up stuff and, you know, <laughs> one thing leads to another. Yeah. But I was reading about um the first known serial killer and I don't remember like his name, but I think it was something like H.H. H. Holmes yeah. or... Yeah, and I was... Dude. Oh my gosh. Book, I think his nephew did a book about him. Really? And I wanted like, to read it. I want to read it now <laughs> that you said it. Yeah. But like, it was actually like fascinating me and I was reading more and more about him and... Oh, he's... He's... um. He was from Chicago, right? I think. Or yeah. Around Illinois. No, it was. I think it was in Chicago because I think that there was a hotel that he that he owned or he worked for that um, he killed like a lot of his victims in. So um, so you know that was actually kind of crazy to read about, and I was reading about some of the ways yes. that he killed his victims, and I was thinking. Um, because I feel like different serial killers kill their victims different but ways. But he did it weird. Yeah. He, he did it weird. He built a hotel and he did like booby traps. Yeah. So, so he would trap, you know, his victims uh -huh. and just, you know, torture them and all that. And I was like, whoa. You know, and whoa, like, weird. I, I feel like too. a lot of his victims, he didn't do a lot of like hands on yeah. things you know like he would like suffocate them or something instead of Torture. like stabbing them or yeah. strangling them you know something with their hands and i was and i talked to my sister about this but i don't think that she thoroughly understand understood what i was talking about because i was saying like does does the way that he kill his victims like say something about his personality or his motive you know because i feel like people that do a lot of hands-on killings they're different than people who i don't know don't do hands-on killings or let you know their body well, you know the, do the killing for the, them the thing is that like um well i got i, I did some information on um harold shipman um you know uh which is uh i think that's that's the guy you guys are talking about but um mm. wait hold up hold up no 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 no, no. <laughs> Harold Shipman was from uh, 1946 to 2004. Now we're talking about H.H. Holmes. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Shipman was known as the most prolific serial killer. And um, uh, Holmes, he was uh, actually um, 
America's first serial killer, uh, considerably, um, and he because he confessed to 27 murders in the late 1890s, and he claimed that he could not help the fact that he was a murderer no more than a poet can help the inspiration to sing. That was one of his most uh, famous quotes. And I wanted to, like, point out, like, that, you know, he killed 27 people. And, like, it really, like, astounds me because this, like, made me remember about Shipman, the other guy that I did my research on, who, like, um, like, he's, uh, H.H. Holmes was the most, like, um, the, was, is, like, considered to be the first serial killer, but, uh, Shipman was considered to be the most prolific serial killer because he conf- um he uh confessed and uh had over 250 murders ascribed to him and like that's one of the biggest numbers he was a british doctor who murdered his patients the oldest was a 93 year old woman and the youngest was a 41 year old man and he hung himself in a cell in 2004 a day before his 58th birthday and i got this all from again factor retriever and yeah those are like two of the most uh serial killers that caught my attention but yeah, Holmes was known as like the first serial killer um, in 1990. Okay, so we're just going to take a pause just for two seconds. Um, so Jerry will be joining our conversation and he will be talking about dangers and mental health. And um, Jamie, a worker at Lumpen Radio, just commented in the chat room and he said... Does radio count as my strange addiction? Uh, yes, it does. Um, so again, if you want to comment um, your maybe your strange addiction or a shout-out request, um, go to lumpinradio.com and the icon will be at the do- bottom right corner. So, Jerry, about mental health. Um, there's a lot of issues like with uh, people have like mental disorders. Um, I think Ceci mentioned... Um, the movie American Psycho with the guy yeah. uh, I forgot his name. What's his name? Christian Bale? No, uh you're you're talking about um the I'm guy confused, from American I'm Psycho, right? Um, oh yeah, yeah, him, but there's another movie, um it's an old one. Um I think it's called Psycho. Oh was, Psycho, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, That's no, the one that I think okay. Bates Motel was yeah, based yeah. off of. Um that guy uh actually uh the guy from Psycho, he has a like an identity disorder. Um, something happened like with him and his mom and so he adopted the persona of his mother and he has two personas in his body you know it's himself and then his mother but also American Psycho um, oh Norman Bales no, Norman Bates Norman yeah. Bates yeah oh Bates Bates um, <laughs> yeah there's yeah. many disorders that could cause a person to go like crazy and do certain things that are inhumane but um, a couple of them are like OCD um, OCD is obsessive compulsive disorder. It's uh, when someone has unreasonable thoughts and uh, feels like obsessions that lead to compulsive um, um, behavior. Um, usually, OCD is seen as like someone that has to see like a room really clean. They're yeah. most likely afraid of germs, and they all like every time, as many times as they can, they try to wash their hands or like you know clean something or like let's say if they see a little stain in the in the glass or window they try to go and clean it because they can't live without it like seeing it dirty you know but um i i don't consider myself that i have ocd but i do consider myself that i like to uh keep my room clean so like let's say when i'm bored or anything i i often clean my room because i just feel like it's dirty and i just need to clean it out um i don't know if you guys have anything like that but um there's uh there's definitely people that have ocd and 
sometimes like minor OCD. Um, it's not something too serious. But uh, there's other things like AD, uh, ADD and ADHD. Um, actually, ADD is the same thing as ADHD. It's just that the ADD term is like the old term. They just happened to change it. I do not know why mm-hmm. exactly. But ADHD is attention deficit uh, hyperactivity disorder. It's when uh, people have trouble focusing and have uh, a lot of hyperactivity or impulsivity. Um, I actually had a teacher in high school that had ADHD. Um, it was mainly when uh, like the classmates wouldn't listen or like uh, they're on their phones or anything like that. He would like sometimes he would freak out or he would just like lose his train of thought and he would just forget what he would be talking about. Um, um, it was pretty hard for him, but um, he had many things to like overcome it. Um, one thing he mentioned that he he does track and running. So often, uh, let's say if he can't really think well, he just paces or like walks around the school, but um, usually on his break. But um, uh, I don't know, like you know like, that um that reminded me of this spoken word piece that I was watching on Facebook and it was about this guy and he was talking about how he dated this girl and when he started dating her you know she used to think that you know something cute you know that he couldn't step on the cracks in the sidewalk or he had to count you know like the food on his plate or turn the lights on and off a certain number of times before they go to sleep but then as the relationship progressed she started to you know get tired of it you know and I think that a lot of people may think that you know it's something that you know it's just there or it'll go away but i think that like you know people i think that people need to know that it's not something that's just like minor you know sometimes it's yeah. actually there to stay yeah like some, and you have to um, deal with it they usually have to have routines as well a uh, people with adhd yeah um uh what uh what you were talking about was ocd actually because they usually like um, like the most commonly known pattern is that they have to do something either three times. Uh, it's the, mo- the like the most commonly seen number of times that people have to repeat something, such as like opening and closing their door, or like you said, like turning the light on and off, and like so on. And you know they have to be they they are commonly known to like be like really clean people as well. They have to have things organized, which like uh, supports the fact that they have to have a routine that's like. Uh, specifically uh, dedicated for something and they usually like keep their routine and if they don't have a routine it's when like uh, uh, their hyperactivity usually like um, increases and their anxiousness as well and so they have to like you know like um, have like something to do a- people with ADHD and people with OCD like um, usually have to uh, con- stick to their patterns so in that they have like something that's kind of similar yeah, um, I've often seen it like in a lot of movies and TV shows. Um, I don't know if you guys seen the TV show Monk. Yeah. With the guy. Um, okay, I see. I think I've seen it a while ago. It's kind of old, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to watch it when I was little. Um, it's. I think it aired in like 2009. Um, yeah, yeah. That was like the first time I've ever seen like OCD in like any movie. But um, it's really it, that's the thing. Like sometimes you never know when it's gonna happen or. Or like how Sephora said that uh, you can't just like get rid of it like overnight or anything like that. Um, it actually takes time and you have to go to like therapy sessions. Um, there's other mental issues that has been uh, established and shown in movies and TV shows. Like in Fight Club, uh, the guy had identity disorder. Um, there was Tyler, his name, the main character. And then in Mr. Robot, he has a little bit of OCD. Um, his, yeah. The main character is Elliot. Yeah. But he also has identity disorder. But spoilers alert, um, 
He has another persona. Uh, but, I haven't uh, caught up yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, um. Ooh, have spoilers. you guys ever watched Candyman, the horror movie? Yeah. Candyman. It was actually based on an actual serial killer with antisocial personality disorder, <gasps> um, aka um, psychopathy. Um, you know, he killed, uh, he killed 28 Can- boys and raped them. So he's actually is it, also is, a serial rapist. Is it that one movie where he had like a hook or something? Yeah. I've I mean, seen it, but uh, I never it's really... It's over-exaggerated, but it is based on an actual yeah. uh, serial killer and rapist. So I thought that that was kind of like like messed up that he, you know, actually molested kids. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's like a lot of... There were a lot of serial killers that had mental issues. Um, oh, like the killer clown? He killed uh, 33 boys? The killer clown... Uh, I think you're um, John Wayne Gacy. I believe, yeah, I think he's from Chicago, isn't he? Yeah. Hey, it's scary because all these killers I are know. from Chicago that we're <laughs> talking Ted about. Bundy. Ted yeah. Bundy. He was a uh, actually a fun, f- not a fun fact, but a fact is that uh, you guys remember like Jack the Ripper? Yeah. Because that's, of him, that's the most known. That, that it's most. Do you One guys know why common. it's most commonly known? Um, didn't he actually, like, they, there was theories that, like, his mom used to molest him, didn't, like, aren't they? Well, no, besides that, it's like, it doesn't really have to do with him, but it's uh, kind of about him. Um, because of him and what he did, he actually uh, made newspapers and, like, radio stations more aware. So he made, like, news popular. Uh, so because of him, uh, people around town were making newspapers and like you know warning the cities and town halls like oh there's a serial killer out there so because of him um, he made the like the newspaper community like make more sales and you know uh, make it more popular so people were realizing that uh, uh, that the people were actually reading news articles and newspapers because of a serial killer and it made it more possible for like newspaper companies to uh, to publish more articles you know <laughs> but so, um so um let's just take a quick break and we will continue this conversation afterwards. Hello, we are Yola Kali. What's up? <laughs> Hi, we are back. Remember, you are listening to WLPNLP Chicago 105.5 Lumpin' Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Kali in Little Village. Remember, our chat room is on lumpinradio.com, the bottom right corner. There will be an icon there. So, back to our conversation. Uh, yeah. You know, in these, in these short seconds, I forgot <laughs> what we were talking about. Uh, I believe it was uh, like habits and how people have uh, uh, like there's a lot of seekers that have like mental disorders or like uh, health issues I believe so yeah you know um, I'm gonna digress just for a second because you just reminded me like this is like I feel like this is actually an issue and maybe it affects you know other people with actual mental dis- disorders or you know, I don't know, but when I'm like scrolling through Facebook or something, and I see like these posts with these girls or guys, and they're like, "Oh, like I'm so bipolar, I'm so crazy." You know, I don't know if like it bothers you guys, but it actually kind of irks me when I know that they don't have like bipolar disorder or something, but they kind of like glamorize that phrase nowadays or glamorize yeah. like mental. Um, I I've mainly seen it for uh people that have bipolar. People say yeah. like, oh, they have mood swings or they get mad easily. But I'm like, that's one thing is like, 
glamorizing they have bipolarism and stuff, something like that. But um, like it's a real thing. Um, yeah. Kind of diminish like the the actual medical uh, title of it. You know, they feel like oh, like if it's like you know a few mood swings. Oh, um, it's either like um, are you like on your period or or it's like stuff like are you bipolar? And I feel like that's really. That's just it's something that like is ridiculous, and we see this. I feel like yeah, you're right. It's it's mostly with like bipolar disorder and yeah, um, depression as well. Because I see that like a lot of people are like I'm, I'm depressed and stuff like that, and I'm dead inside or stuff. You know, like you definitely do have to look out for symptoms. Because some people, this is kind of their way of like looking for like attention to like bring cause to their problems. But there is also those people who do it kind of to you know just mess around it's kind of like similar to like what's the latest trend like like yeah. deportation yeah. where they're like oh you're gonna get deported because you're mexican like it's kind of like that it's so like, it's, it's not definitely cute and i feel like people problem. think it's cute and i'm like it's not because <laughs> it's actually serious for some people and when you when you try to glamorize i feel like you're slowly making it you know like less serious you're kind of I don't know, just yeah. taking away from how serious it actually yeah, is. Yeah, I feel like sometimes they just do it to make it sound, like, cool or sometimes, like, they want the attention that they, you know, yeah, they think they need. But that's just, like, it's not cool. Like, it's not fun to mess around with someone or talk about a topic that um, is very serious to other people, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, So... Right now, we'll be playing um, some interviews that we did around YOLO about strange habits, strange addictions. So, listen. Do you have a strange addiction or habit? Yeah, I'm, like, really obsessed with little plushies. Um, what are they called? Squishies. And, that like, little pandas or steam buns. And I just, like, usually use them for, you know, my keychains or my book bags. And, like, yeah. <laughs> And your name is? Cecilia. Do you have a strange addiction or habit? Yes, I do. Fan fiction. So do you just read it? I read it and I create it because it's like I get to like read my favorite fandoms and my favorite books while I'm in there. And most people find that weird, like you have an addiction. I'm like, I don't have an addiction. I can stop whenever I want. But I can't. So, yeah, it's considered an addiction. So, and your name is Sylvia Mraz. Do you have a strange addiction or habit? I don't think so. That's not an addiction. Are you sure? That's like a fetish. Okay, so do you have a strange fetish? No. <laughs> do you have a strange fetish? Like, do you really like long hair? No. no. That's how it seems. Um, I like eating Takis. Do you think that that's an addiction or a habit? I mean, it's not like, I'm, I I don't think it's like weird, but like, I mean, I like, my parents told me not to eat them, but I still really like them and I eat them a lot. Like, you don't even know how much. I also am, I really like gore, like Saw movies or like watching fatalities on Mortal Kombat and stuff. I'm like, I really, I, I'm addicted to that. Do you go behind your parents' back? Um, I mean, I think my parents are listening right now, so <laughs> no comments. <laughs> and your name is? My name is Emmanuel Ramirez. Do you have a strange addiction or habit? Yeah, it is uh, that I listen to music every time, even when I'm in the bed. Is that an addiction? 
mean, how many times a week do you find yourself listening to music? Every time, even when I'm sleeping, that's kind of weird. Okay, you wasting your battery. No, I have the charger on it, so. Do you think you have a good taste in music, or you just like any type of music? Um, like no, he thinks Beyonce is whack. She's whack, and no, um, no. And um. You don't have good taste. And I do. I just don't like Mexican music at all. And where are you from? What are you? I'm from Europe. Nice to meet you. Boy, you Mexican. Oh, so you don't like your cultural music? I do, but some of the stuff I don't like it. How? But you just said that you don't. I did. Yeah, you did. Oh well, some of the music I like, some of them I do. And your name is? Sad boy. You need a real name. Hi guys. Hi, we're back. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, um, it was actually pretty funny. Like recording it it was actually a little bit frustrating too because like people were talking in the background and i was trying to like edit out like as much as i could of like the background noise it was really good though thank you thank you so much i was laughing but i don't think that you guys heard in the background of brian's you know the one that said you didn't have anything you know later later on like yesterday he told me that he had a strange like habit or i don't know obsession of like collecting caps and he was younger and i was like why didn't you say that when i was interviewing you and he was like i don't know i didn't think of it <laughs> but um but in the background if you don't know brian has long hair and in the background someone was like oh you know you have a fetish of like long hair or something <laughs> so that's why i brought it up and repeated it so if it sounded strange that's why i don't think that you could hear it in the background but someone brought it up yeah, first <laughs> that was funny and then and he said no and then emilio was like well, sad boy. <laughs> sad boy. He's Let's like, keep I his name anonymous. Yeah. Um, he had an addiction with music, yet he's, like, picky, you know? Yeah. Like, he said that he wasn't, which is No, he's, like, he likes, like, a lot of music, but he doesn't like Beyonce. Because she's whack, uh, according to him. He said, he's, he said Beyonce's whack. And then he said that he doesn't like a lot of Mexican music. But then he tried to take that back. And yeah. I'm like, you already said it. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, but um, I do think that you know some people can have an addiction with music. You know, it's. I think I know a lot of people that are addicted to music. Like they have like their phone is just music. Yeah. Know? Sometimes they carry an extra phone. Uh huh. It's just. Oh music. my gosh, that's crazy! Yeah. That's me. That's me. <laughs> that's Cecilia, by the way. But like, I have two phones. One specifically for music. <laughs> really? I feel yeah. like I used to listen to music way more than I do now. Yeah. And me too. I would and. I think I'm just a clumsy person because I would go through like two headphones a month and for some reason like my headphones like kept breaking or it would stop working or something like that. Like once I would stop working yeah. on yes. I'm like yes that happens to me all the time. I think that once I spelt like monster <laughs> on my headphones or something and then after that it stopped working. Yeah. <laughs> no but yeah um but what? I think that sometimes you know it's important to let your brain you know rest from music let ideas you know start to flow you know when you're in the shower or something. Yeah. You know, it's a good time for thinking. Definitely like when I was younger like i know that i would like always like listen more to like heavy metal and like like slipknot or uh, nirvana or metallica stuff like that i know i used to listen to um um what, what was it uh um what's it called i haven't heard it in a while oh, bring me the horizon i used to listen to that one a lot and now i'm just like uh no 
But um, I do remember this one time when I was listening to one of their particular songs, and I like the headphone, like one of my headphones just like kind of electrocuted like my ear, <laughs> and it so felt oh, horrible. Wow. Like I was in seventh grade, and it was like the weirdest thing. I was just like, "What's going on?" I can't and even I felt imagine it again. that. Like my that was ear horrible. getting electrocuted. <laughs> like just like some little sparks came out of yeah, it, and like I was like, tickle. "What?" Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like that was really really weird. Like. I know I was addicted to music. I was like, I was like lose headphones. For, I don't know why, or they would steal it. Yeah. When I was in high school, um, I would ask my teacher permission first. I'm like, oh, can I, you know, listen to music? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, sack of focus, not talk. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And then, then like everyone started doing it. I'm like, uh, oh. like not copy, but like yeah. they like listening to music while working like yeah. that that makes them you know concentrate and that's me like music makes me you know focus mm. but you know i think that i'm pretty open with like you know different genres of music i just ooh, i don't listen to like heavy metal i don't i've yeah. never like searched up like trying to listen to heavy metal before it's intense <laughs> yeah it's intense and i'm like ah stop what are you saying <laughs> Yeah, that happens to me when I listen to rap. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> you I don't to- I don't really listen to country either. I think that oh, the only oh. country song that I've listened to and I've actually like enjoyed is that song where it's like Jolene, 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 yeah. Jolene. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. But I think, I think so. I don't know, maybe. But um yeah, I don't really listen to country or heavy metal. But I really do like um I, I really do like decades music, you know, like um Etta James or You don't know Nancy Sinatra or Frank Sinatra. Oh, I, yeah. I like like a lot of different types of music, so I think that that's good. Emilio, you should be listening to this and be more open yeah. to different songs. The you fact know? that he says that he doesn't like Mexican music, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't really like uh, a lot of a lot of like the typical Mexican music you'd expect to like either. Like I feel like like you know like um what you call it banda or stuff like that. I don't really listen to that stuff. I never like grew into it. I know like some of my parents' friends did, but my parents definitely did listen to more like classical music like um in Spanish like I don't know if you get like uh, like Adi. I don't know if you've ever heard like of like you know like jose jose or like oh, yeah. sonia rivas or stuff yeah. like that it was yeah, more yeah. like they didn't listen to like you know like los um tres tis, tristes tigres or um, la banda del norte or whatever yeah. it's called like um they usually listen to like more classic like my mom music. listens to like los temerarios yeah uh, los yeah. bookies los johnny yeah Those yeah are, like classic romantic music mm-hmm. yeah, i feel like my parents were more like um of like hopeless romantic yeah. music they Aww. like that anymore. i don't know why but i, I feel like, like it though spanish music is more like in the romantic side yeah like the way they yeah. sing or like interpret their words you, you know? know like nigerian music i think that that's like mostly party music yeah <laughs> yeah no that's for cr- real it's mostly crazy, party though. music so, like, that's crazy how like cultures have yeah, their own, have, like genre like yeah. even topic you know like no, like English, it could be like anything, but Spanish is like more like romantic or like. No, that is really interesting. Girls to girls, you know, talking Ooh, to girls yeah. to woo woo them and stuff, and then like your music is more like partying. Like mm-hmm. we have partying music too, but like we're more mostly into like romantic. Yeah, I feel music. like like as like as your age, like as you progress, you know, you, you like get into like 
more like of one genre of music like i know that like i started off like i was so obsessed with like acdc or stuff like that like you know uh, heavy metal and rock and all that stuff when i was younger and then i started getting into rap like logic um kendrick lamar all that Ooh, stuff j yeah. cole and then like i started getting into like i like that was around the same time that i started getting into electronic a lot because i always liked you know crystal castles m83 um skrillex stuff like that and then like now it's like um i feel like i've been listening to like uh how would you say it like um more like pop like soft rock Mm -hmm. like i like i like you know like i'm like oh did i like did i grow soft but like no it's like now i'm like more open to like more music just now i think it's because you're not you know i think it's age also but like also because you're discovering music you know as you grow they say that like when you're like the age of 14 is when you like start like identifying what types of genres you like yeah and i I feel like true (laughs) yeah like when you're younger you're like you most people believe they're like oh you should stick to like one specific genre like either it's Mm -hmm. rap Mm -hmm. and then like once you're older you're like you're like no you know what i like like some people stick to the same genre forever but like i know that i like opened up a lot but you know with me like i'm i'm sitting here and i'm wondering how people like know about the newest songs because me like I'm like, I'm still listening to this song from 2010 because I don't know any of the new songs. And I'm like, how do people know about new music? Because, like, I don't I don't get I the don't memo. Know. I feel like the, the, the least, like, known songs sometimes are, like, some of the most beautiful songs. I don't know. Like, there's this song that I specifically like. Is It's called, Vam- like, it's a weird name, but it's called Vamala. And it's by this band called Champs. And I know that, like, I like the lyrics. They're so, like... Like, it's just, like, they're so beautiful. And, like, there's this specific quote I like in it. And, like, I'm just, like, thinking, like, you know, there's, like, all these other bands that, like, people are into right now. Like, people are really into, like, trap music and rap right now. Yeah. But, like, I'm just, like, you know, sometimes the songs that you, like, that won't come up in, like, the top list or something like that, you know, that will actually, like, you know, grab your attention. Because, you know, you have more to wonder about it. Like, for example, like, Kendrick Lamar, like, he has, like, a lot of good songs i know that like some of my friends were like talking about swimming pool when that out al- like that song from like the album that came out that time and yeah. then like but there was all oh, this other song i don't i can't remember which one it was but i was thinking more about that song and what the lyrics meant for that song and like you know it's like the least talked about music sometimes like has more like meaning you know what i mean yeah you know guys we we went like so off topic just talking about like (laughs) all these other things but um right now we will be listening to a clip from the actual show my strange addictions so i hope you enjoy we'll be back kind of a strange thing to collect. I have about 200 fans. I have pedestal fans. This is a Holmes pedestal fan. And the reason I bought it, these blades. Table fans. This is a Fanimation Urban Jet. It kind of looks like the fans from a 1950s Cadillac. 
tower fans. Tower fans are slim, so they can fit in tight spaces, yet they move a lot of air. Box fans. This is a beautiful treasury, perfect example of a box fan treated well. It's got a very great sound. Listen to it on low. It's beautiful. It's like a bird humming. Hassock fans. A hassock fan, at first you think, oh, that's just a footstool. Well, actually, as you can see when I lift it up, there's a fan, motor, and blade. Well, I always had a rule about not collecting ceiling fans. This is a 1980 Hunter original. This is a Hunter model 22450. This is a portable ceiling fan. Notice how it twists like that? My first thought was, when will it stop? My first memory with Reese with fans is probably 18 months to two. I'm somewhat obsessed with fans. It's the way the fans look, how nice they are. Yes, that is quite beautiful, isn't it? I started collecting fans when I was three, and I'm still collecting fans now that I'm 11. So I've been collecting for eight long years. The first fan I had, it was a Galaxy by Lasko box fan. I'm about a year too old. It was just a standard box fan, and he played with it all the time. It was in this kind of cabinet, and uh, it had a badge up here that said Galaxy by Lasko. Well, when he was around three, the motor just burned out. My dad threw it out because I didn't know anything about fans then. And who wants a box fan just sitting around the house that doesn't work? So I threw it out. Since then, I've been looking for this exact same fan. It would help fill a box fan-sized hole in my heart. He goes in the computer several hours a week looking for another Galaxy by Lasko. I've been looking for that Galaxy by Lasko forever. I just love that thing, but I can never find one. It's like as if it's trying to escape me. That was funny. No, that really was funny. I was just telling Addie, like, this may sound terrible, but if that was my son, I would have been like, I'm sorry, you can keep two, but I have to throw the rest, the rest away. Or give them away or tell yeah, them, you know? They're really supportive. You, if you actually watch the video, like, the house is, like, full of oh. Like, it looks weird. Yeah. It looks like, like, like a like big <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought it was a store or something. Yeah. But um, speaking of this, you know, <laughs> our next topic is actually hoarders. Or collectors. And it seems like he was a, like, a hoarder. And yeah. Like he, and actually, he's collecting fans. So. Yeah, you know, yeah. He was collecting it. I feel like hoarders, they're more of just, like, general things that they like to keep. Like, but collectors, it's more, like, they're saving it. You know, they're <laughs> collecting like, one. Like hoarders, hoarders actually, like, you know, like, they hoard the stuff. And that's to some point where they're, like, a little unorganized. And collectors are more, like you know, organized, like, I know, like, I had, like, one of my aunts, like, she used to collect the butterflies, what? and she would, like, put, like, frame them in a glass and stuff like, like that. Like, live butterflies? No, like, when they, like, oh. she, like, she, I feel like, I, what was, what's the I don't term even know the when process. they dry them? When they dry like, them? Yeah, them and, <laughs> yeah, and, like, they, um, put them, she would put them in a wall, but she'd be, like, really organized about it, like, in contrast to, like, a hoarder. I don't know if you guys seen the show, Hor like, hoarders or something like that no and like they actually have I've met like, piles of hoarders. stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah it's horrible because my sister has a friend that her mom was a like she was a hoarder like she didn't want to throw away her garbage because she said that like she'll need it or something you know like and she would never need it so like 
So people like hoarders are like basically saving possessions because they need to save them. They they feel they need to save them, or and it gets difficult to get rid of the things and items. So that's basically what a hoarder is. Just in case you guys don't know what we're talking about. Well, <laughs> you know, I feel like I feel like when I was younger. I would, I don't think that I was a hoarder, but I feel like I would want to keep, like, stuff, because I had, I just kept thinking that, like, I would need it for something, you know, I'm like, this would look really cool when I finally Mm. redecorate my room, you know, so I'm going to keep and save it for that, but my mom, you know, she would be like, uh, no, throw that out, you're never going to use it, and (laughs) I'd be so sad, (laughs) just little random things. Yeah, it's because, like, sometimes I keep my stuff, and I'm like, oh, memories, you know? But then I'm like, no, I think I'm actually need it. So I just keep uh-huh. stuff. Like, I don't keep it, like, a lot. Like, just, like, the little stuff, you know? Yeah. You know, it's, I, like, I remember when I was in sixth grade and I had a, a particular friend. And she had a crush on one of my friends. And uh, everything that he would give her, like, it was, like, the silliest thing. He didn't like her back, but everything <laughs> that he would give her <laughs> was, like, like she'd keep. Like, like I know she had, like, a journal, and it was so weird. It was, like, she even showed this journal to me, and I was, like, um, yeah, okay. Um, that's an obsession now. But, like, oh, she, that's, she, that's had, obsession. Like, she had, like, the uh, Jolly Rancher wrappers. What? And, like, stuff. Like, it was, like, the weirdest stuff. Like, she'd keep everything, and it was, like, so hilarious. I was, like, um, okay. Like, that's weird. Like, you, you have a... And she had like a Tootsie roll of like um wrapper and all that stuff and I was like, um, yeah, I think you need help, man. Cause he has a girlfriend. But it was really funny. Oh, that that's actually kinda sad. And what's even more sad is we're gonna have to go. Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah, but, we have to go guys. Yeah, i I had a really nice time though. This yeah. show It was like, really nice. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like depressing or something, but it's actually yeah. Like, addictions can become cool things, but, like, then again, serious. And there's also um, a YOLO documentary. You know, two of our teens um, created a documentary to highlight Little Village. Um, So, yeah, check that out. It's in the Facebook page of YOLO Kali. It's more information that two of our teens actually won to the WTTW Chicago PBS. Um... I really recommend you guys check it out so you guys can watch their videos. Uh, and it's basically like a highlight of, you know, our neighborhood, Little Village. And, well, they want uh, scholarships for college. So, congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations for you guys. Mad love I'm for really your local students. So, shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome. For real, you right. guys are so awesome. So, we're going to go on a quick break and we're going to go with music jams in a bit. So, we're gonna listen to a quick song. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. La conocimos en su primer día de trabajo, media jornada en la caja de un supermercado. Le preguntamos a qué te dedicas y nos dijo soy una caja registradora. Soy
Hello, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly movie. amazing <gasps> production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin' Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.